Welcome to Fick Focus, where Bloomberg Intelligence fixed income, credit currency, and commodity strategists and analysts discuss their short and long-term views on debt markets and issuers. Now, here's the Bloomberg Intelligence Fick Research Team. Welcome to this edition of All Options Considered. I'm Tamvir Sandhu, Chief Global Derivative Strategist for Bloomberg Intelligence, the research arm of Bloomberg. And I'm Victoria Garcia-Lusto, Marketing from Bloomberg Intelligence. And on this episode, we will be discussing the key themes from the volatility markets in 2022. So Tanvir, what has been the main theme and driver around volatility in 2022? Inflation is the great force that has been driving all asset class returns this year. It really started with the bond market and rates volatility, which was screaming in the fourth quarter of uh, 2021, with inflation having been on the rise from earlier that year. The stock market essentially ignored inflation and the signs from interest rate vol in 2021 before starting its descent this year and falling into a bear market. Investors' assumptions around risk, correlation, volatility and forecasting have been put to the test this year. We should always challenge the usefulness of traditional portfolio theories and the understanding of risk. What would you say have been the key features of equity derivatives in 2022? The main themes in equity vol this year has been the underperformance of vol, despite the decline in the market, the collapse in the option skew and convexity pricing. So just to unpack those terms, a volatility surface has three dimensions, which consists of the strike, expiry date and implied vol. If we plot the implied vol versus the strike for the same maturity, we get to see the skew. And the skew is essentially the difference between put vol and core vol. So vol related to the market declining versus uh, vol related to the market rallying. Now, that difference or skew remains close to multi-year lows. In the aftermath of the global financial crisis, Regulation led to the skew persisting at elevated levels given the increased demand for out-the-money downside protection from risk managers. This year, the collapse of the skew is likely a function of the reduced reactivity of volatile market declines, the slow grind lowering the market rather than a liquidity event, and the monetization of downside as the market has declined. So the marking down of the skew is a reflection of the VIX being unable to make new highs as the S&P declined. The actual high in the VIX this year was made back in January. So the depressed level of the skew really suggests two things. Firstly, implied vol won't rise sharply if the sell-off continues. And secondly, there has been a shift in the return distribution to the right tail as reflected in the record activity in call options as people chase the upside. So... The continued theme of the S&P grinding lower in 2023 can see the market reluctant to mark up implied fall. So even though the market's been declining, volatility has been underperforming. That seems counterintuitive. So how would you say option strategies have performed this year then? Well, hedging the S&P using outright puts has been challenging this year, despite the decline in the market and extreme macro uncertainty. And that's due to two things. Firstly, the high cost of downside options. And secondly, the slow grind lowering the market. In fact, you have been worse off buying protection 
on a monthly basis relative to the market. So option strategies that are less convex have outperformed given the lack of a liquidity event and the grind lowering the market. Using options to hedge and staying fully invested in the market will only outperform if there's a large enough move in the underlying index. So there's always a choice between adding downside options and reducing long equity exposure. The increase in yield on cash has motivated reducing long equity exposure and moving into cash. And the final point on performance, I would say, is looking at uh, vol managed funds. Uh, in general, strategies that involve being long, short, relative value and tail risk are all up. So what about bonds? What with list trust and, and the mini budget and all everything that happened this year, what's the bond market volatility looking like? So, well, rates fall has been on quite a journey in 2022 with the widening envelope around point forecast and the path for policy rates. So if we just step back, the first wave in vol in the first quarter had some respite following the May FOMC meeting where Powell signaled 50 basis points hikes are probable in the months ahead. The June CPI upside surprise changed everything and implied vol climbed to, to new highs for the cycle. Then the Fed hiked 75 basis points at the June meeting. There was another wave at the end of September due to the spillover of the disorder in the UK bond market, triggered by the car crash of the mini budget. So overall, rates volatility may move lower in 2023 as the focus turns to central banks reducing the pace of hikes and a narrowing of the tails of the rates distribution. But the normalisation process won't be linear and the speed of decay will be a function of uncertainty. And 2022 showed us that, you know, that decaying volatility or, or a normalization of volatility can be a false dawn. And it requires an increased expectation that inflation is on a sustained decline. The level of vol is conditional on yields, given the strong relationship between the two. So a decline in yields should see lower implied vol beyond any kind of uh, knee-jerk repricing or a sudden shock. You've mentioned 2023 a few times. Uh, how do you think next year is looking like for volatility? Well, while rates fall may be nearing or past its peak, vol in credit and earnings may be the theme in 2023. We can see, you know, we have issues around high wage inflation, weak sectors sensitive to rates such as the housing market and demand destruction can see further waves of volatility in the equity market in 2023 before expectations grow that the bottom is in place. The high realized vol that we saw uh, this year is reflective of the wide envelope of uncertainty around the path of policy rates and macro forecasts. So that uncertainty may fall as central banks slow the pace of hikes and the end of the cycle comes closer in sight. But there is still a lot of uncertainty around economic forecasts. So from a vol perspective, it means staying tactical. Clearly, there's loads to look out for for next year. So thank you, Tanvir, and thank you, everyone, for joining us on this edition of All Options Considered. 